podcast with Dan and Scott. Hottest golf podcast, whether you like it or not. Fresh from back in the day when that's a put at the park. 7 a.m. PM special where they played after dark. From the birds to the focus to the losses and the win. Welcome podcast, patron to the show, lead the pen. Get busy golfing or get busy dying. Hottest golf podcast and the swing ain't lying. Podcast patrons, Leave the Pin Podcast is super stoked to have Gas House Golf as their official clothing sponsor for the podcast. Go to gashousegolf.com, find them on all forms of social media at Gas House Golf. Gas House makes affordable, eye-catching, one-of-a-kind polos that help you stand out from the crowd. Why spend $75, $100, or even more on polos that make you look like everybody else when you can get one at an affordable price from Gas House Golf? Hit the ball a mile and look damn good doing it. Welcome back, podcast patrons, to another episode of Leave the Pin Podcast. This is our fourth installment of the My Course series, which we've started kind of at the end of 2022. And we're rolling right now into 2023. By the time you hear this, it's probably going to be early January, mid-January of 2023. Uh, I got a good buddy on today, Andy Shrewsbury from the Midwest, and he's going to talk to us all about Gateway National Golf Course. Now, this is a place that's, I don't want to say near and dear to my heart because I haven't played it, but it literally sits across the Mississippi River from my beloved St. Louis Cardinals. I've been to the area a ton, but know literally nothing about the Illinois side of the Mississippi. So, Andy, what's going on? Not much, man. Glad to be on the show. For sure. Uh, You know, super happy to have you on. We've been chatting for years now uh and i'm happy to have you on and, and kind of talk about this this gateway national golf link so to give people a little bit of perspective this is literally kind of a stone's throw across the mighty mississippi in illinois uh from downtown st louis how far away do you live from this course uh about uh 15 minutes Oh, geez. Um, so are you in Illinois or are you in Missouri? I am in Illinois. I'm okay. 25 minutes from downtown. And then this is uh, basically halfway between me and uh, St. Louis. So being in Illinois there, right? Um, do you guys can, like, if you guys say I'm going to the city, do you consider St. Louis your city there? Yes, but no at the same time. <laughs> Uh, I, we don't go to St. Louis that much, honestly. Uh, it's that close. We go to watch a ball game. I went recently to play the, uh, the stadium golf. Um, but I, I don't go downtown hardly ever except for baseball games. Okay. Yeah. I saw, I, I love that on your Instagram. The, uh, the, you know, the ball stadiums as they close down for the winter, Host kind of little par three areas. I actually did it once in City Field where the Mets play a few years ago. That place is a dump. Uh, nothing compared to Bush Stadium, obviously. And obviously, as a Cardinals fan, you know I was beyond jealous to see you out there hitting balls uh, inside Bush Stadium. Uh, so, so where's like the closest city, if you will, to you? Uh, I live in Edwardsville, Illinois. Uh, that that would be the happen in place right now i guess uh and the next biggest would be fairview heights and uh, o'fallon illinois gotcha gotcha um let's address this real quick people know st louis for two things they know for the birds on the bat 
baseball, and they know it as like the murder capital of <laughs> the Midwest. Yeah, um, wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, you know, it's crazy because we're talking off air. Like anytime I've gone down, I've gone with the boys. We stay right across the street uh, at the Brick Hotel there, the West End, St. Louis. And so, you know, my travels within the city literally revolve around Ballpark Village, the Bush Stadium itself, and then maybe a block or two, you know, east or west, um, you know, down to the arts and stuff like that, obviously. But during the day, you know, to me, I've never felt unsafe. I, I've never felt like, you know, I was in any type of jeopardy. Where, is, is it like the East St. Louis area that's real bad? Like where in relation to the ballpark are we talking people should not go? Uh, mostly downtown is safe. Like you said, uh, if it's well lit, <laughs> sadly, it's safe. Um, <laughs> there's, there's been, there's been some crime at ballpark village. Uh, but mostly, mostly that area is safe. Yeah. East St. Louis across the river. That's, that's pretty crime ridden. I work with people that, uh, in the sixties, they used to talk about how they used to hang out there. Like they would go there for high school dances and that, <laughs> that place is like empty now. And there's no, not empty. I shouldn't say that. It's, it's mostly empty. You drive through on the highways and you're like, man, that, that place is just deserted. Uh, but yeah, so East St. Louis, uh, North County, anything, you know, near 270, that's, that's pretty dangerous up there, uh, crime wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took, um, like the last time I took the boys down there, you know, I, when I had both of them decided, hey, let's go take, uh, when you go to the arch, you can go up to the arch, you can get like the trip package, which is like the riverboat trip and all that. I was like, hey, let's take the riverboat. Like, that'll be cool. Cruising down the mighty Mississippi. Um, so it was the heat of the summer, a little bit of a drought going on there. So the mighty Mississippi wasn't as mighty. And this cruise ship, if you will, you know, like the old, um, uh, the paddle wheel boats that they take you down. We're going down, you know, they pick out like, oh, there's a mutual bridge and stuff, but you get like literally maybe 500 yards away from the national park, which is where the arch is. And it's just like homeless encampments, uh, broken down buildings, like factories that don't no longer exist, graffiti everywhere. And my kids were looking at me, they're like, Dad, what like what are we seeing here? I was like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it ended up basically being like free, you know what I mean? Once you once you add everything in. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. Uh but but the course Gateway National is is not far from the arch. Like as the crow flies on a map, it looks like what, half a mile? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, the actual, uh, the west side of the course, it may be even less than that, because uh, it's it's real close to the river. Now, can you see the arch from any parts of the course? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That is one of my favorite parts about this course. Uh, hole two, hole one goes uh, south to north, and you see it because obviously you're that close. You can see the skyline and stuff. But hole two actually faces west, and uh, that's the first chance you get a chance to actually see that. And I don't know how many times people have come into town, and I've taken them to this course, and everybody's like, whoa, 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 I need a picture right off the tee box. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's a, a great selling point for it, you know? It really is. So I, I'm looking online for it, and, and this one part interested me, and maybe you can shine some light on this. Um, 
they they kind of are really big. And you sent me the awesome ball marker, which I, I thank you so much. My boys love that, that, that white ball marker. On the back, it says get bent, which is hilarious, right? But it's also a play on the fact that the course is bent grass fairways. Now, from a dude in the Northeast, that's commonplace for me. You know, like all of our stuff is fescue and, and like Kentucky bluegrass and, and bent grass. Um, is that not the case in the Midwest? I, I, no, <laughs> that's a really good question. Uh, I had to actually call my buddy who's a super at a different course here in the area and ask him because that, like you said, on the back of the ball mark and they advertise the only bent grass fairways and greens in the area. And he says that it's, it's not, not common here. So, uh, I will say that, uh, one of the things I really, really like is that when I first got to this course the very first time, I was still pretty young in my golf career. And the first, this was the first course that I looked at and went, I could actually take my shoes off and play golf here. That's mm. how much nicer it is compared to everywhere else, in my opinion. Nice. Now, I've played, you know, uh, like Top of the Rock. And, you know, we talked about that in the past. And that's the first time that I had ever played on zoysia grass, which to me, as a as a sweeper of the golf ball, like that was awesome to me. I felt like every single ball in the fairway or, or the fringe was sitting up on a tee. I mean, I had some of the the most fun playing. So so I'm wondering if you know if if that is big out there and maybe bent grass with the real extreme temperature changes that that you guys experience out out there from you know the high heat in the summer to the real cold freezing times in in the winter maybe it just doesn't last out there as it does you know by us which is i guess is maybe a little bit more moderate temperature yeah it's it's weird just your area versus st louis uh i think <laughs> You said you were out uh, hitting golf balls this week, and I'm sitting around going, it is still cold and, and freezing out here. Uh, but, yeah, uh, as you know, I'm pretty good friends with the uh, Super at our course, and um, he, uh, he was telling me that, you know, zoysia is what you try to, you know, grow in the spring and summer, and then you overseed for something else in the fall. And I don't even know what it is, but honestly, but... He he was telling me that you know zoysia is more common here, like you said, sits up, ball up nicely, and, and and so my personal course it has zoysia during the summer if it can grow it. That's interesting, and I'm I'm just looking at the map right now, and you guys where you live, you're actually a, a ton. You're probably like if we went on the same directional line across the country, you're probably sitting two two and a half hours south of where i live like um do you know where naperville illinois is i do yeah all right so looking on a map I, i'm probably again equatorially along the country probably 30 minutes south of naperville if you were going to draw a straight line right so you know you guys are, are more southern but i guess it's just that that midwest weather that really determines what type of grass is is going to be out that way uh one of the other things i see on this and and you can attest to it as someone that's played it a bunch. I want to get your take on this. 
Uh, one of the one of the opening taglines is in the tradition of Carnoustie, Royal Lintham and St Anne's, and the Old Links, and other famous seaside courses in the British Isles. Gateway National is a first-class links course, even though it's not near the ocean. I don't associate bent grass with links golf. Um, is there any truth to that, or is that just one of those kind of uh, advertising tricks right there? I'm going to go with a little bit of advertising trick. <laughs> now, we get some serious winds coming off that Mississippi River, and I think I've played in 40-mile-an-hour winds, and I've played where there's no wind at all. And I think that's part of their their selling point on that is, hey, it's okay. lake style, and we can do this. Uh, but, you know, if, if you and I are watching any links course with the PGA or anything else, LPGA, you know, they're hitting the ball, and it's rolling. 30, right, right. 30 to 100 yards. I've never played Gateway National. Uh, I played some Midwest courses that are hard as rock in August. <laughs> <laughs> and it does that but gateway national it rolls good but it doesn't roll it's never like it is on tv okay i gotcha i gotcha and, and that's what i kind of thought especially with bent grass because like when that gets wet it gets lush uh balls plug i know i'm used to that all the time out here um so that's that's what i kind of thought and i think i think the term like links is thrown around a ton in golf when it's not really a sand-based soil texture that's near it not even an ocean let's just say but an open body of water or whatnot um all right so let's let's give people before we get into the course breakdown let's give people a little bit of your golfing background so they kind of know where um where your thoughts and opinions are coming from when we get into like distances and shots and and, and stuff like that so you know how did you get into golf where are you kind of as a golfer right now you know take us through a little bit of a journey that way sure uh, I actually started golfing because my uh, wife's family, when we first started dating, that was what they did on every holiday. Uh, we didn't start dating until senior year in high school, and that was 2002. Uh, so I picked it up from them. She left to go to school in Kentucky, and uh, there was a par three course, not even five minutes from her uh, dorms and apartments. Um and I literally just sat there during the day and had nothing to do while she was at school when I went down to visit. So I picked up a set of irons off some website online and started playing golf. And that's where I fell in love with it because I could not golf in the beginning. Uh, never did it growing up. Um, always was told by the parents, hey, this is too expensive. Yeah. Be able to do this. Um now, I played basketball a bunch because, you know, all you had to have was a pair of shoes and a basketball. There was a rim anywhere you could play. Uh, so did that. But I didn't pick up golf till 02 and 03. And I I stunk for years. Uh, I am down to a seven handicap. I say seven because I disagree with the way the USGA does handicap. <laughs> I play my course way too many times, my home course. And I'm down to a 5.2, it says. But if you take me to Gateway, where it's a little longer than my home course, then uh, you're gonna. I, I, I've gotta, <laughs> I've gotta add some strokes. All right. So where is your home course? So I play uh, in Edwardsville at uh, Oak Brook Golf Course. Um, it's literally a 
farm golf course. It can have its good days. It can have its bad days. Sounds a lot like uh, like my Indian mountain here that yeah. uh, that that we put up on Instagram a lot. Yeah, sounds yeah. like not not a proper course like Gateway National. I'm looking at the tees there, and you mentioned adding some distance. And uh, this course on paper, if you were to play from the tips, and that is not a place that I frequent at all. But if you were, I'm looking at 71, 78 from the tips at a par of 71. Yes. So this is an absolute brute, um, and even the forward tees are playing almost 5,200 yards. So kind of, kind of walk us through what the layout looks like at Gateway National. Like if I was coming out to play with you and I didn't do any research on the website, what should I be expecting out there? Uh, so when we play <laughs> – this, you, you'll enjoy this part. When we play, we usually play the uh, arch tees, which is a mixture between their white and blue, blue being the second second from the tips. And uh, I love love the arch tees because it's just enough, just long enough that I can't uh, can't reach any of the par fives and two, but the par threes are are playable for me. Yeah, I'm looking at just under 6,400 yards. So that's yeah, that's like that's my wheelhouse. Like I'm I'm uber comfortable there, um, because I know there's probably like maybe a drivable par four, but there's also some long par fives, and that that distance there, like sub 65, I feel like especially on the par threes, I'm not getting 190, 205 par threes every single one. Like there's probably some mixture in there. Right. Yeah, and there is. Um, there's a 133 yard par three. And then, yeah, for sure. There's at least, there's two of them I'm thinking that are anywhere from 185 to 200, depending on what day it is and where the pins are at. But yeah, it's, it, it's got a good mixture. I really, really impressed the way they, they did that because Lynx is obviously known usually to be a little longer. Um, be, well, in most cases, because your ball is going to roll out farther. Right. Uh, the bent grass, like you said, keeps it from doing that in the spring and really rainy summers or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's it's so so wide in my opinion that it's that it's troublesome because you don't think that I'm, I'm going to hit this uh, over the dunes or mounds, whichever they're supposed to be. Um, there's a couple of holes that you know line up on the outside of the course. Uh, you you think, oh, there's no way I could aim that far right and have it slice and go out of bounds. And people forget about the wind. So that's I mean, the wind really is the biggest, and it can change instantly out there, which is what makes it so fun. You see the pros throwing up grass and sit, trying to figure out, well, where's the trees going? Well, there's no trees in Link style, so you're not really looking for that. You're looking for the grass, you know, the the mounds in between the each hole keeps you from seeing another hole so you can kind of see the tall grass on top of the mounds move otherwise it's 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 a hit or miss now as a general point is it normally windy in the summertime in the midwest or does that pick up closer to the fall winter like what are those variables like spring is mostly windy uh we start golf in i should say leagues pick up in april and so my golf really picks up, you know, 
March, Mar- you know, we play year round, but March to March to October is when we play for the most part. And March to June, it can be the windiest ever, and you can your handicap can really go up hmm. just based on that. Um, there's a couple times during league uh, where a couple of my buddies that they're just like, I don't want to play. This this isn't fun, you know. And it's March and April, and uh, I said, I know, just just keep playing. <laughs> yeah, just keep keep grinding away. Uh, what's, what's the, what's the kind of pricing guide out there? Are, do they allow walking? Is it, it looks like a big course. So I'm wondering, is it cart path only type deals? Um, do they do twilight rates? They, they do allow walking. I've never seen anything that says it's any cheaper. So it's like they're getting their money one way or the other. Sure. I've got a couple guys that will walk if, if it's like a Saturday morning and early and there's not too many people behind us. <clears throat> Pricing, they do uh, <clears throat> they do what I consider to be the worst uh, way to steal all your money is that dynamic pricing. I saw that on the website. Yep. Uh, man. On Monday and Tuesday, you can, pay, you can pay as low as $35. On Friday and Saturday, you're guaranteed to pay no less than $75. Bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Uh, weekends, I've seen it at a hundred dollars before. Um, you know, you might, you might find, you know, you know, you and I play by ourselves quite a bit. You might be able to sneak on as a single, uh, you know, like on a Saturday morning for sixty, and then you know, brag to the guys that are that paid a hundred and some dollars that hey, I got on for cheaper than you. But uh, it 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 averages thirty five early in the week to like I said, close to a hundred on the weekends. Okay, now there are some courses out there. You and I both know it. That if someone told me for a hundred bucks I could play it, I know that I've got to steal. So where do you feel is a fair price point for Gateway National? Like something where you're not being, you know, overtaxed, but you also feel like, you know what, I'm really getting my value at this price point. You know, I'm like you. I've played all over the country. Uh, I've paid those high prices. I've paid the low prices. Honestly, 60, 65 bucks, I don't even bat an eye. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy to pay that. Uh, the average course around here in Saint, at, so on the east side uh, is easily about 40 bucks nowadays. Okay. So, you know, if I, get, if I can get in for 60, 65 bucks at Gateway, I'm happy. All right. So let me ask you this. How far outside of the St. Louis area do you and I have to go to kind of play the courses that, you know, we're kind of used to playing like those farm type courses, maybe those local munis and, and things like that. How, how far of a drive do I have to be outside of St. Louis? From downtown on the East side, 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Um, you, you can find some inside 20 minutes. They're just, they're not worth your money. It's one okay. of the, you know, there's a couple that are owned by uh, cities and it's just not worth, in my opinion, driving to. On the west side, uh, you got to go, you know, Forest Park is a beautiful course. It's, it's very similar to what you and I are used to. It's, it's a short course, though, because Liv, it was built inside of Forest Park um, and old as can be, but still playable. Uh, that's 15 minutes from downtown. Uh, and then... Probably thirty minutes up from on the west side from downtown to play the courses you and I are used to. The 
I wouldn't say goat tracks, but you know the the media. those cheaper cheaper price point yeah. ones, no frills, if you will. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, so what's 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 the vibe at, at, at Gateway? Um, do they take themselves too seriously? Are they uh, you know a semi private that thinks they're Augusta National? Or are they just a chill, laid back course? What am I expecting when I go there? They know that they're one of the top ones in the metro area. Uh, I don't feel that. I don't feel like when I walk in and I've got my shirt untucked and hat on that they're sitting there judging me or anything. There's, it, they have some memberships. They, uh, I'm sure they treat those guys great. Um, I've never felt like I was looked down upon there, and uh, you know, <clears throat> they've got guys out washing your clubs at the end of a round and you know that most of the people that are uh, finishing the round are going, no, 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 I'm not giving you a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, 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 it's a little country club feel, but I, I would say that, it, I mean, it's a hundred percent public, but it's definitely got that little bit of country club feel. And I'm safe to say that that Midwest hospitality that I've seen out there is kind of pervasive through and through. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, so now I'm a big fan of having a place to warm up, maybe even having a course that has decent practice facilities, short game areas, you know, when I don't even want to go play. Um, my, my favorite courses, honestly, are the places where I go to practice, maybe short game, maybe hit the range, whatever, and putt. I'm feeling real good. It's not super busy. I can go out and bang a quick nine holes or even five or six holes afterwards. What are their practice facilities like there? <clears throat> they have a, a pretty good range. Um, they could use a few more targets, in my opinion, but probably got a 20 to 25 person range. Um, tee boxes are all grass uh, at the range and pretty, pretty nice most of the time of the year. Um, they've got two pretty they got one huge putting green and i'm sure it's probably their preferred chipping green and then by the uh, number one tee box they've got a really uh really big uh putting green and i've never had anybody say i can't chip there um but yeah it, this is one of those courses that you could pull up uh with an hour and say i'm gonna go grab some balls mm. and then swing away for a bucket and then go spend 30 minutes on the putting green and nobody would bat an eye. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, you mentioned memberships available. Do you have any idea what that is price-wise, what, what, what they're charging, and, and what it entails as well? So a membership there is, uh, as far as I know, is just golf, and it, it includes your golf and uh, cart. And there's no, Oh, that's big. Yes, there's no separate little fees. A lot of the courses – that I play around in the Metro St. Louis, you know, it might be X amount of dollars for a membership, which sounds yep. really good. And then they're like, Oh, by the way, it's, it's $15 every time you play for a cart. And you're like, no, you know, right. Or you can pay for the year for 1500 on top right. of that. And then, then right. that cheap price point goes through the roof. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I got the uh, pass information right here. Um, last year's prices is it was twenty four hundred for the year for a single pass, and that was only uh, Monday through Friday, and then afternoon 
on weekends and holidays. If you wanted the full Sunday to Saturday, you know, only time it was blocked is when they had tournaments or something. Uh, that was thirty four hundred, and uh, it still had a premium price of uh, twenty one dollar fee when playing on the weekends or holidays. Okay, so well, that twenty four hundred one's not that bad, especially because you can still play on the weekends, just at what I would consider like twilight time. Right, 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 right. In fact, um, so if I was if I was getting a membership here, the biggest thing isn't even the price because the price isn't that bad, uh, considering some of the private country clubs around here. The cool thing is that this is ran by uh, Walters Management, and they've got I don't know a dozen courses under their uh, management team that they take care of, uh, both you know on the uh, superintendent side and the inside the thing that i like is you know you pay that 2400 and you're like yeah hey i was calling to get a tea time for thursday and they go oh man we got an outing that day uh but we can get you in on one of our other courses oh wow and that is the best selling point for me because i can't stand you know having a course uh that you're a member at and not knowing oh man i was gonna play thursday but i forgot to make a tea time you call two days before, and it's like, oh, yeah, we got a tournament. Sorry. <laughs> so they're, they're basically telling you that, hey, if you get a membership and you want to play on a day, we're going to be able to find a place across all these courses for you. That is – that's a selling point and a half if you ask me. And you're not kidding. And the two times that I've called up there and actually wanted to play with a member um, – uh, the buddy, he says, hey, uh, you know, we want to get tee times. And they're like, well, we're, we're booked or we got a tournament. They call the other course and get us a tee time. We don't even have to take care of that, which is sweet. Yeah, that's terrific. It's like having a full service concierge at your fingertips. Basically. Um, so food and beverage at a place like this, you know, I always ask this and usually you get better answers when it's like a private club because they kind of have maybe their own signature dish or something along those lines. Uh, is it anything to write home about or is it just kind of sustenance there? It's, it's a, it's above average, honestly. Okay. They, I don't know if he's an actual chef or not. He wears the chef hat on the, Hey, then he's a chef, man. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) On the inside, there's a, there's always at least a a girl or a guy working the, the grill. Um, they've, every time I've been in there, they've always got burgers, cheeseburgers, uh, hot dogs, brats, um, and then they've got uh, another menu of sandwiches and other things uh, on the inside, um, and it's it's legit. It's good food. It's 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 like going to a restaurant. Not gonna lie, uh, some of their prices can be a little on the higher side compared to you know a local muni, but it's way better food too, in my opinion. Uh, the, the cool part about this Gateway National is. Uh, you don't have to go back to the clubhouse between 9 and 10. There is a spot where you can sneak out of the course to go back to the clubhouse. Um, but between 9 and 10, they have a, uh, I don't even know what they call it, but a grill, grill station. They've got a... Is know, that that little red barn that I'm seeing? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome looking. It is, you know, I don't know, 10 by 15 or whatever on the inside. And they've always... Got it uh, on the weekends for sure. And most days when it's warm, I would say there's somebody out there, uh, you know, they may not have food that day. Uh, Most days they do, but 
They always have drinks, you know, cold beer, soda, Gatorades, whatever you need. Um, but most days they've got, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, brats out there as well. Nice. Now, I'm a guy that is always going to pick something up at a course that I play, even if it's a course that, you know, maybe I didn't enjoy too much because, again, who knows if I'm ever getting back there. Uh, I tried looking up online. There's nothing really that they show as far as the golf shop, you know, goes, quote unquote. Uh, But after seeing the ball marker that you sent me, I, I just have to assume that maybe they have some pretty cool stuff that incorporate the art. So, like, as a St. Louis fan, I think I'm already, you know, kind of hooked on their logo use. But if I go to, do they have a full service pro shop? I mean, do they have logoed polos, quarter zips, you know, balls, hoodies, whatever? Yes. Uh, I did my homework on this one. Oh, I, I love that. <laughs> could not remember what, what they had. I know every time I go in there, there's, you know, I feel like there's a hundred shirts easily on the wall. There's uh, putting, you know, putters from most brands, um, wedges in a bag somewhere like most courses. Uh, but I knew they had the merchandise, and uh, and I know you're familiar with this company, uh, the Three One Four merchandise. Yeah, for sure, for sure. They, they are up in there. Uh, they've got uh, pen and aces is in there, um, and and I don't know if pen and aces is actually, you know. What do they call it? Uh, you know, has their own little store inside there or not? There was quite a few stuff when I stopped in, and, and this was just like a couple weeks ago in, in December uh, when I stopped in there to see what they had. And that's when the ball mark I sent you uh, is almost always out of stock. Hmm. And I got the last three of them, and I was like, sweet, I know what I'm doing with these. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't doubt because it, it's not only is it simplistic. But it's a different design than you get in a ball mark because it's like 3D cut. Uh, it's white. You don't see that much. And, and like I said, they've got that hilarious catchphrase on the back, like the get bent. And it almost looks to me it's like a Seve Ballesteros type figure, you know, golfing within the parameter of the arch. I mean, like that's – dude, that's everything I need in a ball marker. Like that's awesome to me. I love that. Yeah, that is my favorite ball mark. And I have no clue who makes that. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, do they stay open year-round? Because, we remember, we, we've been talking a little bit about, you know, how your golf season compares to mine out here and stuff like that for the last few months and stuff as we kind of roll into the heart of, of the winter. Today's a freak day for me. It's going to hit 52, so I'm heading to the range after this because then we're just getting a ton of rain, which is what you're experiencing now. Yep. Does this course stay open 12 months a year? Yes, they do. Uh they just posted we're going to have like 60, 65 degree weather on New Year's Day. And oh, they wow. This is the first time in three years, I think, they've been open on New Year's Day. Um, and they're having some tournament on New Year's Day, you know, you know two-man tournament or something. Um, but, yeah, we're they're open. Uh, now, <laughs> I say they're open. They're open. They're there. Um, and you can go out and play. A lot of times during this winter, though, uh, that, it'll be cart path only. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be, it's got to be dry. That's the one, I say the one issue I have, and it's not, it's not a bad issue. I'm glad they take care of their course, but I'm not a walker. You know, I, I'm more of a cart guy, put a beer in the uh, uh, cart with me and, and put some music on and, and let's just go enjoy ourselves. I'm not, I'm not looking to exercise. <laughs> but, uh, I'm looking to golf. 
So, uh, but yeah, uh, it's cart path only. I would say more than more than I would like, but you know that's not a problem. I'll still go out there and enjoy that. Are there any extra amenities here, or is it just golf? Just golf. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, and and pretty good golf, you know, at that. Yeah. Um. So next question about this place. You mentioned they have a New Year's Day tournament. Do they do any bigger tournaments? And I'm thinking along the lines of like City Ams or, or things along those lines. They have had uh, they've had some amateur tournaments there. I know they've had college, uh, you know, like two day tournaments, but it's not really one of those things that they sit there and advertise and. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Uh, there's a MAGA, M A G A, not the Trump MAGA, uh, <laughs> but it stands for Metropolitan <laughs> Area Golfers Association, and uh, it's who most of us get our uh, our gin handicap through. And they host a couple of big tournaments there every year for the amateurs. Um, but as far as like citywide. Uh, I don't think anything in St. Louis, I don't think they ever host anything outside of St. Louis for that. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, if you had to transport somebody onto, let's say, two or three holes out there that are ones that really stick out, maybe your favorite or maybe have the best views, um, and within those two, three holes, it would kind of give an idea of the overall course, which ones would you pick out there? Easily number 10 and number 16 for me. Uh, number 10 is a short, shorter par four. Um, and from those arch tees, I can, if, if the wind's blowing just right and not against you, uh, you can drive that par four green. Um, trying, I was trying to figure out how short it really was when I was looking this up. Uh, I think it says it's only like 260 or 270. Okay. Uh, but it, it's got a, it's a, it's a special little, it's got a, a creek running right in front of the green, and it's a uh, it's a man-made creek that they've got running through the whole course um, to give it that whole uh, link style vibe there. Yeah, and it will eat you up. I mean, most people most people will try to lay up, and there's a big bunker right in the middle of the fairway, uh, so they're like, "Oh, I got to hit a five iron or a hybrid or something to get over that." And uh, they'll hit it great, and then they've got like a 40-yard chip um, to go over this little creek that's not little. It's, it's probably 10 foot wide or more, and uh, it has water almost in it all the time. And that 40-yard chip, if you don't land it just perfectly, and the green rolls right up to this creek. Oh, so, nice. So it's a beautiful little – I mean, you go for the uh, – if you try to hit driver, you're – you risk pulling one or pushing one into the creek, and if you lay up, then you've got this forty-yard chip. That's <laughs> it's like, oh, I gotta land it as soon as it gets over. That's a great way to start the back nine there. You're right. It, it Give it people is. a little bit of decision making right off the bat. Yeah, I hate when they uh, when they're working on the front or something, and you start early morning. They're like, hey, we're gonna have you start on ten. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Yeah, like I want to warm up a little bit before I get there. Come on now. Uh, uh, and you said sixteen was the other one. Sixteen is my second favorite. It's a uh, it's a layup. 
it's a layup. It's a layup par four. They've got this huge stone, big old rock on the right side of the fairway. And it's one of those like aiming points, like, hey, just lay up. And so if you and I were going, I'd say, hey, just uh, whatever it is from the tee box to that rock, lay up, you know, 30 yards short of that and you're totally fine. And then you just aim for the rock and over the rock and, uh, you know, your second shot's 100, 120 yards and that's all you got. And it's a beautiful big green. Um, even if you hit it right down the middle of the fairway and you're looking right at the green, it's hard to see that it slopes right to left towards the lake. And uh, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful shot. But I would say, uh, you know, first timers or or people that forget what that green does, that they hit it right the dead center and then they watch as it rolls, 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 rolls right off into the water. So this is a place that you, you do need a little bit of course knowledge to really pick up on the intricacies as you're making your way around the 18 holes. Yes, there's a couple of holes for sure that, it looks like it's wide open and you can just hit it wherever you want. And then it's all about that second shot for quite a few of them. Gotcha. Gotcha. So last question I ask everybody is favorite memory or greatest memory of, of playing that course. And, and everyone, you know, has something along, you know, uh, their journey that, that probably made this course stand out in their mind. So what is that for you at Gateway National? Uh, the, just the two things. The one I already mentioned was, you know, early in my golfing career, I it was the first first nice course I ever paid for. And, you know, I got there and some guy took my, you know, bag out of my trunk for me and threw it on a cart. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be nice. And you get there and you're putting and, and you're like, wow, this green is really fast compared to my course. <laughs> and then you, you get out into the fairway for your first fairway shot and you're like, wow, this I, I literally could take my shoes off. It's it's like carpet out here. <laughs> that was my first loving moment of, of Gateway National. Um, as And I guess I already mentioned this one too, is you know coming around from one to two on a nice sunny day where you can see everything and the arch is right there. And you know as you play the next couple holes, you get closer and closer to the arch. Uh, for me, the arch holds a special place, uh, and and I love. Yeah, well, well, t tell us about that because I I know the story there, but but I, it really is. I mean, this is a great story. Uh, my wife and I, when we first started dating in high school, our first first date was to the arch at like eight p.m. at night, uh, walking around the arch, just holding hands, and uh, and then we broke up for a short little period and our next date was fourth of july down on the uh, arch front the riverfront there they have a huge fireworks uh show and we sat there and watched it uh so the arch was a special place for us and we went funny thing is we never went up the arch together until we had kids but uh and then uh when i proposed to the wife we went to the arch and uh i, I proposed to her it's the same spot our first date was so awesome yeah. So yeah, that is uh, that that is so cool. I've I've been up it twice, and you know I I really don't care how many times you go up or maybe how touristy you think it is. Like you always see something new. It's it's just such an experience, and I mean it's a technological marvel of engineering. It's absolutely insane. And and now that I'm thinking that you say you can see the arch from the course, obviously I've probably seen the course as I'm looking out, you know, the eastern side and just 
I don't know, never noticed it was even there or never even knew that it existed. Right. Yeah. Now that you say that, I don't remember actually looking for it when I was up in the arch, Uh, but I'm sure you, you sure you can. I have pictures from up there, and when we get off this, I'm gonna go check and see if I can <laughs> if I can see that. If I do, I'll post one of those on Instagram for people to see. Um, Andy, I cannot thank you enough. You are uh, always my go-to for the Midwest, and uh, you know, greatly appreciate the friendship and the times that we've been able to speak. And thank you so much for coming on. Hey, no problem, man. I really appreciate it. All right, people. So either get busy golfing or get busy dying. <laughs>